Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as Helmuth, or, uh, Helmuth uh, Ford of Wilton, Iowa presents the uh, Wilton Beavers. We're on with the with the coach of the Wilton Beavers. Uh, welcome to the program, coach. Thanks for having me back. Well, uh, you're off to a fantastic start. Uh, I think you're what seven and one right now. Yes. And uh, uh, you know you've you've. Uh, well, just kind of go over the, the, the first seven games that you – or seven, eight games you played. Yeah, we started off with um, Anamosa, up up at Anamosa. And, uh, you know, going in, I knew that they, they had lost kind of their core group um, from last year. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, and we came out, and we just played very efficient. Um, you know, put up a big number, 80-something um, on them. And, uh, you know, we're just tough. And I don't know that they were quite prepared. Uh, for what we were gonna, the way that we were going to play, um, and so that was a great start. Then we played, uh, then we had a, a bye, unfortunately, um, and so we played a great game. And then we had a week off until our next one. Then we had uh, Tipton, and we were able to put 95 on Tipton um, again, just uh, playing kind of fast, lots of steals, uh, really shared the ball well. Uh, really, the whole first half of the season, I think you know we're, we're averaging, I don't know, 15 assists or something a game. Um, as a team, which is outstanding for us. Uh, and then we had our first home game against Regina. And, uh, you know, they were a physical team. They had two nice uh, kind of big post players. Um, and so that was a little bit of a match, uh, mismatch for us. Um, but we, you know, kind of persevered and figured out how to, how to get through that. And we won, you know, 76 to 49. Um, the week after that, we played Iowa Valley in mid We played Mid Prairie and then Iowa Valley. And, you know, we were off to a good start. But Mid Prairie for us was, I knew, going to be the, uh, you know, are we real or not? Are we, you know, are we who we think we are or are we just, you know, a team that's going to beat, uh, you know, the regular teams. And so to go down to mid Prairie and, and win by, you know, I don't know what we ended up winning by, you know, 16, 17 points um, was really good for us. I think it, you know, it legitimized us as I told the guys, right. Now we're a legitimate contender. You know, we beat mid Prairie at mid Prairie, um, you know, and they had a lot of guys that they had to replace, but they're still, you know, an athletic team and it's just a tough, tough environment to play. We were, uh, it was very intense, and which was great for us. I remember one of my sophomores who hadn't, you know, hadn't played varsity um, basketball yet. He turned to me like in the third quarter, he's like, "Coach, I've never, it's never been so intense. I've never felt this environment before," um, which was great. That, so that was super fun, and for us to come out on top um, was even better. Then we went to Iowa Valley um, on a tough uh, weather night. The roads got bad, so most of our crowd didn't end up making it. But uh, you know, took care of business there. Dropped another, you know, 88 points. Kirkman led the way uh he had 40 that night on 17 of 20 shooting um he was i didn't realize quite how efficient he was uh until the game was over i knew he was having a good night but uh yeah that was uh, fantastic and then we finished with back-to-back -back nights we we hosted pella christian um who you know is a perennial powerhouse and uh, they came in us and they gave us a great uh, a great look and took one from us at home uh, which wasn't ideal but i think it was one of those that uh we can learn a lot from, you know, my assistant coaches said, uh, it's okay to lose, just don't lose the lesson. Um, which I think, you know, for us, that was a great, you know, check mark. How are we going to play against, again, a really competitive team that has had postseason success. And then we had rival Durant on Tuesday with some tired legs. Um, but we were able to, to win that one. Um, and that, again, it's a tough environment to play in. Uh, it's a small gym, big crowd, rivalry game. Um, and so, like I said, first half season, we're off to a, a really solid start. Well, we are talking to Coach Grunder of the Wilton Beavers. And, uh, 
uh, it took a while before they had any rankings out, but it seemed like you were, were fourth or third. Uh, uh, but you, you're you're rated up there in the state, aren't you? We yes. So the first uh, state poll, we ended up rated sixth. Okay. Well, uh, this Pella Christian team, uh, uh, I have not seen their basketball team, but I did see their football team, and I was amazed at how big and how strong and how athletic. Uh, 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 those players were. So it doesn't surprise me that uh, they could put together a game anyway where uh, they could play with about anybody. But uh, yeah. well, yep. what, what, what do you think some of the, the, the biggest wins you had in the first part of the season? Yeah, I think uh, the Mid-Prairie win, I think, is number one uh, for us. That was a really big one. Um, like I said, tough environment. And we went down there and, um, you know, I think Kirkman had 28. Aiden Walker had 17. Um, Landon Putman, who's my other uh, stud, he, uh, you know, didn't have a great shooting night, but defensively he was locked down. Um, and re- I think he led the team in rebounds. He had 14 boards, um, which was outstanding, uh, you know, to just to give Kirkman a little bit of a break instead of him having to do all the heavy lifting. Um, and so that was a really big one. And I think, you know, the win at Durant after losing to Pella, you know, in a tough game that was really physical and, and hard fought to go, um, you know, into Durant and, uh, just kind of persevere a little bit. You know, Drew Keith stepped up and, and had two big threes. He's our sophomore. Um, you know, Kirkman had another, you know, 28. And then Landon and uh, Walker had, I think, 13 and 11. Um, you know, that was one of those where, you know, we just needed to win. Um, it, I knew it wasn't going to be great because we were going to be tired. I knew that we were, you know, a little sick. Uh, Durant's tough to play. And so I think, you know, for us, those are the two big ones um, to start the season. Well, uh, uh, where we wanted to be. Uh, Will or uh, uh, Durant has a, 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 a player we like to call Strolling Nolan DeLong, uh, uh, DeLong who's almost yeah. as good a basketball player as his sister. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell me about that kid and, and what just I'm mean, on the football field, he's just 5,000 yard. Uh, kid. yeah, uh, what, what, yeah, what he, kind of athlete is he? he? Yeah, he's an outstanding athlete, and he is you know, his ability to use his athleticism on the basketball floor really, you know, makes him tough to guard. Um, so he, uh, yeah, you know, he gets going to the rim and we, you know, I felt like a handful of times we really did a nice job of contesting him, making him shoot tough shots and, and his athleticism won some of those times. I think he ended up with 22, um, you know, Colin Beck is another guy, another basketball player that they have. That's a nice player. Um, you know, I think between those two, they scored, you know, 40 points. Um, they just, uh, you know, after those two, they they struggle to have a guy who's, who can, you know, put points on the board for them consistently. Um, but yeah, Nolan is a is a tough uh, is a tough basketball player and plays really nice defense too. You know, physical, athletic, quick, um, you know, all that good stuff. Well, speaking of good basketball players, you have a, a guy that's averaging thirty points a game. Uh, who is this kid, and uh, where is he at in the state in uh, scoring? Yeah, so uh, Caden Kirkman, who's, uh, you know, been our team leader the last couple of years, uh, really off to a great start, um, averaging 30.9 a game, um, I think like 12 boards and four and a half assists. Um, he's third in the state in total points, but the two guys that are ahead of him have played nine games, um, and we've only played seven or eight. So, you know, you throw another 30.9 on him, and, and he would lead the state uh, all classes. And he, you know, I asked him the other day um, at practice, I was like, did you – did you know that you were going to score this many points? Were you aware of that? Because I didn't know that. 
Um, you know, last year he averaged 20 and 10, which was outstanding. Um, and we have some nice pieces. And so I really thought, you know, if he averaged another 20 points a game, we'd be in a really good spot. And uh, he's just been on a tear. You know, he's had 36, uh, 38, 40, and then a couple games of 28. I think that the least he scored is 28 points in a night. Um, and so he's just having a great year, very efficient around the rim. Um, you know, he plays one through five for us and, uh, you know, really challenges defense to uh, scheme around him. Well, I just got off the phone with the Iowa Valley coach, and uh, okay. he wanted to tell you he didn't enjoy that 40 points probably as much as you did, but <laughs> he wanted to tell me, he says, your team is just outstanding. And, uh, well, he, I appreciate he, he that. He really thought, you know, he just thought, uh, he thinks that you guys are really strong. And he wanted me to pass that along to you. But, uh, well, who does Caden have to help him out here? Uh, it doesn't seem like a one-man show. Uh, I talk to Ryan Timmerman all the time. Uh, every yeah. week or two, and uh, he gives me updates on all the teams around there. But uh, uh, he's certainly uh, very high on your team. Yeah, well, he's been very uh, complimentative. Um, you know, Aiden Walker has had a nice uh, first half of the season. Um, you know, he was real sick to start, actually, and was dealing with some, some pain issues. But um, he got that figured out, and he, you know, I think the final three or four games, he had 17, 17, uh, 13 and 11, uh, which is great. You know, he's averaging double digits. Um, Landon Putman um, was on a tear to start from the three-point line and uh, had, had a little bit of a, a, a cool down from there. But like I said, he really has stepped up his defense. And I think he's still averaging 13 a game for us. Uh, he's finding other ways to score and, uh, you know, has really turned into like a, maybe our number one defender. And that 6'3", six, 6'4", six, long and, and athletic, that's, uh, that's going to be a nice extra piece for us. Um, to use him, you know, in a defensive way, where previously we've just used offensively, uh, him in mostly an offensive way. Um, you know, Cason Reed and Clayton Guyer round out my starting five. Um, Cason's averaging about eight points a game, but man, he's uh, he leads our team in assists. He's third in rebounds. Um, he just is a really smart player, and Clayton Guyer is just kind of our glue guy who does whatever we need. Um, assists, rebounds, defense, um, getting everybody where they need to go, plays point guard all the way to post at, you know, 5'10". Just a tough-nosed guy, and then um, have a really a couple nice guys that's come off the bench. A couple young guys. Drew Keith um, is averaging I think five or six points a game off the bench, um, and uh, and then Briggs, who's a soft, and he's a sophomore, and then Briggs Owen, who's a freshman, um, has given us really valuable minutes, and he's a he's a spark plug. Um, he comes in and just raises the the level of intensity um, on the floor, which is uh, you just what you you know that's what you want from your bench. So, well, uh, when you become an outstanding player in Southeast Iowa. Uh, Round Guy Radio will uh, tend to uh, uh, highlight you with a nickname. A lot of people give out game balls and stuff, but I, I feel like a nickname sticks with you, and uh, I think Caden has earned one. We're going to start calling him on Round Guy Radio, Caden Kirkman of Steel. <laughs> I like it. Kirkman of Steel. I, I, I like it, and I think he's earned it, and uh, uh, I don't know uh, – just don't hardly hear anyone scoring 30 points a game averaging, you know, that's a, and, and it's not like you just play a bunch of gimme games either. Right. I think, you know, again, you know, Pella Christian was a great one. Mid Prairie was a great one. Um, you know, where they knew they, they schemed around him and he was able to still put up, you know, like I said, 28 points on his off nights, if you would not their off nights, but, um, yeah, I think he's really, uh, you know, He's just in a really good place right now, feels really confident in what he's doing. 
you know, we've kind of, we have some nice pieces around him. So teams can't solely hone in on him. Um, we got to continue to develop, you know, some of our other sets to, uh, to use our advantages when they're there. But uh, yeah, he's off to a fantastic start um, through, through our first seven games. Well, you, you know, it takes a big horse, you know, uh, Whitey Herzog used to manage the, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and the Rangers and the Royals. And he, he always had this saying, he says, you give me the best manager in the world and you, uh, and some average players and you give me a piss poor manager and, uh, uh some great players. And my money's on the piss poor managers every time. <laughs> it just, it takes, you know, you, basketball in particular, you really have to have a, a big horse out there. It seems like you, you've got one. Uh, who do you got out there to then shoot uh, those jump shots and the, beyond the three point line and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, Landon Putman is, I uh, think he's, he's averaging, or he's shooting about 38, 39% from three. Um, walk, Aiden Walker shooting 35% from three, 34%. And Keyson Reed's right around that 33%, um, as well. And so, like I said, they, they do a nice job of being available, uh, for those kickout spots when they do collapse. Um, and, uh, yeah, they just, you know, they put a nice struggle. Even Clayton Geyer, uh, you know, who doesn't shoot as much, um, he's having a, a solid year. I think he's right around, you know, upper 20s, which, you know, for our third, fourth option is not not bad. So. Well, uh, uh, can you highlight some defensive players? I know you've already gave out some stats, but maybe you don't know. Everything you do don't always add up to a stat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh you know, if you just box somebody out, you don't get a stat for that. You know, if mm-hmm. they, you, the player you're getting the ball, you're covering, is not, they're not giving the ball to him, that's not a stat. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, some guy just provides some energy and some spark. So let, let's let's get a good detail about your defense and how important is the defense to what you guys are doing. You know, it's really important. So actually last year we stole uh, what's called the 95% chart. So in basketball, only 5% of your time is scoring. And 95% is other stuff. Um, and so we've actually, we've created a stat sheet for offense and defense that gives stats for all the other things that you need to do. You know, so for some of the things that we, you know, we keep track of on defense, boxing out, steals, um, great defensive effort. We call them floor burns. If they dive for a, a loose ball um, or a 50-50 ball, um, aggressive defense, uh, great double team, you know, perfect verticality. So when guys drive in, do we stay vertical and not foul? Um, and then actually can lose points too. If we have no goes, which means they should have went for a ball. They should have dove. They should have helped and they didn't, they can lose points. Um, so kind of a, a gamification of, of some of those stats, but yeah, you know, Caden Kirkman does so many things well for us. You know, he rebounds, he leads our team in block shots. Um, you know, he, he gets a handful of steals and does a nice job of not getting in foul trouble. Um, which is really important, obviously, for us being the scorer that he is. Landon Putman, who I mentioned earlier, has really cranked up his defense um, and, and just does things well. You know, he, like I said, he's 6'3", 6'4", he jumps well, and so he's really kind of, you know, turned on his defensive rebounding and getting in position um, and then being that lockdown defender. Aiden Walker leads our team with, I think, 28 steals. He's averaging, gosh, you know, three and a half steals a game. Um, he's on pace to break. Uh, our team record for steals in a season um, right now, Briggs Owen and Drew Keith, you know, guys who come off the bench, that's really their role to come in and play great defense and, and increase our intensity and Briggs Owen, man, he's, you know, all of five, six, maybe, but he is a, uh, a tough guy to get around. He just does such a great job. He's so active with his hands and his feet. Um, 
he just makes it difficult for offensive players to get comfortable, um, which is exactly what, you know, we want from a guy who's, you know, coming off the bench and, and defensively, you know, we're trying, that's an area that I felt we've done a nice job so far. You know, I think we're holding teams, you know, right around 50 points our game, which is our goal. Our goal is to keep them under 50. Um, but I think there's def- that's definitely one of the areas that we would like to improve. Transition defense has been just okay. Um, our half-court D, I think, is tough. Um, but, you know, you're always looking to continue to improve um, in some of those areas. And that's, you know, over Christmas break, that's one of the, the areas that we're really going to dive in on um, starting tomorrow. Or today, actually. Sorry, today. Well, uh, I, I want to know about maybe a player with what I call a high basketball IQ, somebody with some awareness, somebody with the – that, that understands the situation. I'm going to give you an example. Uh, Waco is a team uh, that I see a lot, and uh, they put on this full-court press. And uh, a lot of times it's tough to inbound, and when they do inbound it, they trap the guy with three guys, you know. And uh, sometimes the other team's uh, players don't seem to want to come back and help that guy, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like he, he's, 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 he's trapped, and then there's nobody – coming back to him to get the ball, you know, so he can right. get the ball away. Uh, just a situation like that. Uh, who do you have that that's aware of the situation that, that can improvise his game, uh, sees where he needs to, to come back and help out? Yeah. You know, case and Reed uh, is an, is exceptional at uh, his basketball. Team. He just gets the game. And um, I think sometimes he doesn't always realize how, um, how much of an impact he's having even if he's not scoring just because he's able to, like I said, recognize what's going on and adjust what he's doing or, you know, create opportunities for his teammates or make things easier for his teammates. Um, and so like I said, he, he does a really nice job with that. I think again, Briggs Oin is another guy who um, I'm really excited about his potential just being a freshman. He comes off the, you know, off the court and is like, Hey coach, you know, if, if, when they do this offensively, this is what they're trying to do. And all we have to do is do this to stop it. I'm like, that's really cool, Briggs. Did you tell anyone else? He's like, well, no. Why, you should, because I'm not playing. You're playing. You know, and uh, and just for him to start recognizing those things as a freshman, it's really fun. Um, and I think, again, that's going to serve him and our team well as we continue to move forward. But those two guys just, you know, they've played a lot of club basketball. They just get things. Um, and they, you know, they see it from – maybe a different perspective than some of their teammates as far as uh, their teammates are using it, looking at it as an advantage and they're looking at it as a way to, you know, how can I make my teammates better? How can I create opportunities for everyone on the floor with these things that I'm seeing? Well, uh, we got to, uh, you've got a little bit more games than most teams do. Some teams are about to the halfway park. You're about to the, the third away. Uh, so uh, what are some of the games that are coming up? that you got your eye on maybe some opportunities for people to see you uh, at home. Uh, mm-hmm. t- so talk to me about some of this uh, uh, games that are coming up. Yeah. So after break, um, we're going to go up to Kirkwood actually for the, we're doing an RVC crossover. So North versus South teams, uh, they have them ranked. We're going to take on Makokota at Kirkwood, um, which will be a great test for us coming back, coming out after break. Um, you know, really a chance to play against a great team in a fun, different environment. Um, so I think that'll be a great, you know, opportunity for us. And then after there, I think we play like six or seven home games in a row. You know, we'll play on West Branch, which is their number two in our conference right now. Um, you know, that'll be a, a great challenge. I think we get them at home. Um, and then we'll go, we'll start kind of cycling through. Um, I think we have West Branch and West Liberty at home, and then we're going to go. You know, Regina, Tipton, Mid Prairie, 
um, again. So, uh, yeah, we have a nice stretch of home games here starting kind of the second week of January through through the first week of February. That, uh, is it West Branch that's the second-place team? Yes. Yeah, I, I've heard some good things about them. Well, what do you know about them? Um, yeah, they got a trio of really nice players. They got Holden Armament, who's a junior. Um, he's a, a point guard, nice scorer. Uh, they, brought, they have a, uh, I think I'm a 5'10 forward who uh, is just a tough, nice player, does nice things around the rim. Um, and then they got another guard who uh, transferred last year from North Liberty, uh, who's uh, a, a sharpshooter, does some nice things. And they had a couple other role players. So, yeah, I think they'll be a good test for us in our conference. They're going to, um, you know, they're going to be good and they can shoot the ball. I think in 2A, um, they lead uh, three-point percentage in 2A. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a, you know, that'll be a great team for us to, and we'll see them twice in the second half. A lot of great basketball in this area, isn't there? There is. There is. I, I, I have a saying. You probably don't have to drive more than 15 minutes to see a great basketball game, do you? <laughs> I agree. Uh, here here in Southeast Iowa, particularly, there's just some great There's some great A teams, great 2A teams, great 3A teams, great 4A teams. Uh, we seem to have it all, and uh, great, great players all around, although you may have uh, one of the best, if not the best. Uh, well, what are the opportunities to follow your team through social media, through streaming, through YouTube? Uh, uh, how can we follow the, the, the Wilton Beavers? Yeah, so you can, uh, we live tweet every game um, at Coach Grunder on Twitter. Um, and then we do we have the, we have the agreement with the NFHS to broadcast um, our, all our home games. And so you can uh, always find us there when we play at home um, if you'd like to watch us. Yeah, uh, is there a YouTube handle or is that NFS or? Yeah, it just if you go to the NFHS website, you can search Wilton uh, Wilton High School, and it'll pop right up there. Well, I'm gonna uh, make sure I got you on the Twitter because I struggle to get scores, man, and I, I don't know why. Uh, in football, it's pretty easy, but in right. uh, in basketball, not not quite. Uh, yeah, it's tough to find scores sometimes. Well, I've noticed looks that like as well. I, uh, I got Coach Grunder here. I can find. Uh, well, that's not quite it. I think I got you here, but yeah, we're we're, we're wanting to get as many scores. I do a scoreboard show, you know, and and when I can mm -hmm. only get seven, five or seven scores, it's uh, a little embarrassing on my end. <laughs> right, I hear you. But uh, um, well, it's great talking. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, I think we pretty much covered it. Well, Coach, you're having an outstanding season. We're looking for you to do great things and uh, uh, represent our part of the state in the uh, deep into the playoffs and uh, maybe bring us a state title. You, you, <laughs> you've got some great players, and, and it does sound like – before I let you go, tell me about that community and how they're rallying around this team and, and how, how, uh, how, how, much, uh, how important that is to the area to be proud of a team like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I think – We've had, outs you know, we only had two home games, but we've had outstanding crowds both times. Um, you know, we've had a lot of buzz in our community, um, but not only for basketball, but our wrestling team just got ranked number one. We have 11 of the 13 guys ranked in the top 10. Um, and so, you know, winter sports right now, boys winter sports is outstanding, but our girls team are also doing good. You know, our, our girls wrestling team is just getting started, but they have some, I think, two or three really nice wrestlers on that squad. And um, I think our girls basketball team is sitting just below 500. But, um, you know, so I think, you know, for a, 
for the whole community, our winter sports are really an exciting time right now. Um, and I look forward to, like I said, those six, seven home games in a row where we can, uh, you know, really establish that crowd and, and get people excited about Wilton uh, basketball. Well, I talked to uh, Coach Peterson, uh, Butch Peterson over there in West Branch about mm. uh, before he played Wilton and uh, and then again afterwards. And he said that you, they have, you have so many great young athletes, so many great sophomores over there. He thinks that yep. uh, there's nothing – it's a, a bright future for Wilton uh, all the way around. Yeah, I agree. I think hey, that sophomore class is – there's just there's a lot of them, and they, uh, yeah, they're very athletic. And so I think they're going to be – you know, they're going to keep us, you know, in the, in the, in the talk for a while, I think. All right. Well, uh, good luck the rest of the season and thanks for being with us. And uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again during the season. Sounds great.